Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And I know it has been a while since you all have seen me and Brett Friedlander on camera together. But the band is back. We're back on camera. It's a beautiful Friday. It is hot as the dickens outside. So come on, stay inside and, and, and listen to us talk some Wolfpack today. Brett, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Uh, just got over COVID, so I feel good again. And I'm going mm-hmm. to a hockey game tonight. So uh, I'm, I'm fired up. And there's a lot to talk about. You know, the offseason is no longer the offseason, thanks to the transfer portal. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, there's, there's been a lot of movement. Absolutely. It's been a lot of movement. There's been a lot of coaches talking about that movement yep. and all that good stuff. We got to get into a lot of things today, bro. We got a lot of things to get into. So Wolfpack Nation, we're going to have a very locked and loaded episode of Locked on Wolfpack for you. So stick around for another great episode of Locked on Wolfpack. You are Locked on Wolfpack. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, folks, I'm I am flabbergasted here because Brett caught caught me off guard. Okay. The man doesn't happen very often. It, 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 it's, it's rare. It's rare. It's rare to sneak up on me, especially with Wolfpack Sports News. But I was late to the party on finding out that former five-star Sanaya Rivers is joining NC State. And I, I've talked multiple times this week about what Coach Keats has done in the transfer portal, which he needed to do. He needed to do a lot. There was a lot of work to do there. But coming off of a, a team that advanced to the Elite Eight for the first time since, what, 1992? Was it? Like that. 97, maybe. It was, it, was, it was before you were born. Whatever it was, I couldn't form full sentences because if it was in 97, I was alive, but I was somewhere in Pampers saying, goo goo gaga, my mind, da da. All right. So, with that being said, Brett, how has he pulled off what seems to be an absolute coup in the transfer portal once again? I'm not sure, but I mean, this makes the Reina uh, Perez signing look like small potatoes. Uh, Sanaya Rivers is a, an elite player, she wasn't just a five star coming out of Ashley High School in, in, um, in, in Wilmington. She was the number three ranked prospect in the country. She went to South Carolina, didn't get a lot of playing time. I'm shocked she's leaving there because with all that they've lost off for a national championship team, she would have been a very prominent player for them next year. Instead, she's coming back home to North Carolina where she was the North Carolina State Player of the Year. Uh, she averaged like 34 points a game uh, at, at – um, at, at Ashley High School, not only did she average 34 points a game, I mean, this girl, she's a 6'1 guard, 12 rebounds a game, five steals mm. a game, six assists a game. This She can do it all. And with oh, her no. and Diamond Johnson in the same backcourt, I dare you to find a more talented backcourt in the entire country, and that includes UConn. My Lord. my lo- You know, I, I was thinking to myself, I was thinking to myself that this is – this team next year was going to be small. You know what I mean? I was thinking that this team next year is going to have to outrun everybody. And, and, and you know, Coach Moore is always going to find a way. He's not a guy who fits uh, square pegs in the round holes. He instead says, oh, you're a square. Our system is going to be full of squares so we can figure this thing out. But, man, you think, okay, you're losing Alyssa Kinane. You're losing, um, you're losing Kayla Jones. You're losing Kai Crutchfield. You're losing all of these players. 
there is no way that you step into getting better. And Westmore said, I beg your pardon. Hold my old toughies. Hold my old toughies because I'm about to show you just what I can do. You talk about Mimi Collins coming in. You talk about Rivers coming in from Florida State. I mean, it, I I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I I it 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 almost at this point, as much as I talk, it's almost left me speechless. I I don't. It's just beautiful to see, honestly. Kenton, I'll help you understand. This is the benefit. You know, you, they they didn't get to the Final Four with this with this cycle but they won Mm -hmm. three straight ACC championships and have established Mm -hmm. themselves as an elite national program and elite national programs attract elite national players. And this is what you see happening. Now players want to come here to play for Westmore to come play in Reynolds where where the atmosphere is, is just electric where they sell games out. Uh, This is now a destination. And you see that Sonia rivers coming back home. You mentioned river Baldwin. Um, She is a big, she's six, five, but she's got bulk. She's, she gives NC State something that they didn't have last year, a physical presence in the post. Now, she's not a big scorer, but she can rebound, she can bang, and she's a lot more athletic than she looks. She played at Florida State, and I think that she's going to be a big piece of this. And you mentioned Mimi Collins from Maryland, who played her first two years at Tennessee. She's also an elite player who is a top 10 prospect coming out of high school, and she's going to fit right into the spot that Kayla Jones left. And now you put, uh, you know, Jakia Brown Turner. You 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 put Jada Boyd in there. And uh, listen, Azia James is going to have to play. She's going to have to play because she's an elite player too. Uh, You know, this is going to be a a, a, you know, it's going to be a loaded roster. And and you have to wonder if 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 you're a player like you know Madison Hayes or or or, you know Jessica Timmons or you know where's the playing time going to come from and. You know, you got Camille Hobby who's going to get minutes as well. So uh, this is going to be a very balanced team again. It's going to be a very veteran team again. And it's all going to basically hinge on how quickly they they mesh. And, uh, you know, if if the history is any guide, the way that Wes, you know, meshed these kids in the past, uh, you got to like their chances. And listen, he had to do this because even though there was a lot of talent coming back without the transfers, um, Virginia Tech got better. Um, you know, North Carolina is going to be good because they've got everybody back. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Notre Dame is going to be that much better because they'll be a little bit more experienced. So the ACC and you know, Louisville is going to be Louisville. So this was something that Wes had to do. He's done it well. And I think the, the NC State women's basketball team is well positioned to stay at or near the top of the league again next year because of the, the offseason moves. I, I It's when I told people that this team could potentially be better next year, everybody said I was a madman. Hey, they Kenton, called me all crazy. I have to say is T. Martin, maybe T. Martin, they, right? I'm, t- you know, they won they the national championship me. the year after Peyton and all those guys left, and they were supposedly down. And I and I knew and I knew that with all of the seniors that we had leaving, a legendary class, a historic yep. class, leaving. a a a fundamentally programming changing class. Absolutely. And, and let's let's say this. They didn't just change the program. I believe they changed the landscape of women's college basketball. I believe because they were as good as they were for as long as they were good, they shifted the paradigm. There was no, most conferences, including in, in women's basketball, it's a little different, but it still follows the same trend a little bit of uh, football in that the power five is dominant in a way that it's not the same in men's basketball. Mm-hmm. 
you see a lot. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot of mid-majors that, like, you're not surprised if that team pops out and is one of the top Because they have seniors and they've been together for a while. And they, you know. Exactly. That's 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 what you need in, in tournament play. Exactly. But in women's basketball, everybody's staying for four years pretty much. So it's it's not the same thing. But with <laughs> yeah, that Especially said, when first-round picks get cut in the WNBA and don't even get a chance to play. Boy, yeah. I mean, I it's I believe the number four overall pick this yeah. year got cut. They need to expand that league. There's there's yeah, way too much absolutely. talent for the number of teams that they have. Absolutely. And so when when I look at what this team uh, had, and I say to myself, well, where like like you said, where are the minutes going to come from, or or how are all these players going to play? I look at this team and I say to myself, even this, despite losing all the players, when you bring in this type of talent, it figures its way out. If you have a great coach, a good coach cannot balance this much talent and make it work. It, it's it's impossible. A great coach can figure out a way to say, you know what? Some people might not be happy. Some people might not be. When I talk about the seniors from last year, we've talked about this at nauseum. Kai Crutchfield is a 20 point scorer at almost any other school in the country. That's, that's not even a doubt. Kayla Jones is seen as the, the poor man's, uh, uh, Caitlin Clark from Iowa at almost any other school. If you get put the ball in her hands a lot and fully let her have control of the offense, and yet if we saw what uh, Raina Perez was at her previous stops, we saw Elizabeth Elizabeth Kitley and what she is against what uh, Alyssa Cunane is, and the difference in the minutes, the difference in the amount of shots that they take per game, all that good stuff. So Wes is going to find a way to balance this team out, but again. Every time you say to yourself, oh, man, this NC State women's basketball team, where where do they go from here? Wes says, oh, I'll show you. I'll show you exactly where we go. <laughs> we go right back to where we came from, and we're going to take it uh, a little further. So we'll see how that ends up playing out next year. But, man, this is – when I said that they changed the, the paradigm of, of women's college basketball, who else in the ACC was going to make this a, a national powerhouse if not them? Who else was going to make this not just a good conference where you got a few good teams without without NC State being what they've been the past few years? It would have been the SEC and everybody else in women's college basketball. But now you can't even with South Carolina winning championships. If you're looking at the entire conference, top to bottom, because our top dog NC State is what they are, because Louisville are our number two or one B, depending on the year, is who they are. You're now looking at a very different situation. So. This is this is one of those moments where you say Wes Moore has fundamentally changed the landscape of this thing. Yep, especially when you also have a Notre Dame that's won a couple of national championships recently mm-hmm. and is now mm-hmm. starting to get back up there get with a, with with a new coach. Uh, exactly. And and again, Virginia Tech is another team. I, I they he did an amazing job on the uh, in in the portal as well. And Kitley's back, and they've got a lot. You know, they've got a lot going for them too. So it's going to be a very deep conference again next season. So and and look. I, I guarantee you, Duke is not going to be down for too much, you know, too 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 long. I I think that's a program that's getting ready to take off as well. So, uh, yeah, it, listen, that's how you get really good, and that's how you get a reputation nationally is by playing in a conference where you have to earn it. I mean, if if you're mm-hmm. basically skating through, and look, Clemson in football is a perfect example of that. You know, yeah. Clemson has to go undefeated to get into the playoff because they keep saying, oh, look at the schedule they're playing because the conference. Women's basketball, the ACC, is is not like that. It, it's it's, it's dog-eat-dog. 
We had two one seeds last year. That you can't say, you know what I mean? You're not gonna look at the conference and say, oh, although, it, although UConn should have been that fourth one seed and uh yeah. well there you know what I'm not I'm not against that. There's an argument for it. I'm not, but I'm just saying we had two one seeds last year. The year before that, I want to say that was the year with the was that the year with the Reina Perez uh shot over uh, over yeah. Dana Evans? Yes, in that, the in the lane where she was looking to pass, it was nothing yeah, there. She pulled up yeah, and made the uh, mm-hmm. winning basket. Yeah, and even the year before that, I mean, this is this team. They've they've set in stone who they are. Again, great programs are built by great coaches. And Westmore, big dog, you're a great coach. More power to you. And speaking of built, we got to talk to you all about built bar. I know that everybody loves brownies. I love brownies. I'm sure Brett does. I'm sure everybody listening to this thing does. And guess what? Built bar is coming at you. With brownie batter puffs. You heard that right. Imagine if you could lick the brownie spatula clean and get some protein in and not have your waistline expand out to the uh, East Heck. But you're in luck because Built has a new creation, and this one is even better than ever. The brownie batter puff is going to make everything, is going to bring everything that you want all in one. With 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, and 7 grams of sugar, the brownie batter puffs are the perfect pick-me-up for any day. All Built Bar Puffs contain 100% real chocolate. That means with Built, you can eat healthy while actually enjoying it. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. So, Brett, we, we've we've talked about uh, Coach Westmore. And I, I don't know. I'm trying to find information on where the the women's class rankings are as far as like the uh, transfer portal and all that. But there were a lot of people worried about, you know, what that team was. And, and Westmore just went into the uh, went in a different type of duffel bag when he got in the transfer portal. <laughs> but Coach Keats, the men's transfer portal rankings are something that's widely available. It's everywhere you look. And right now, Coach Keats and company have the number 18 class in the nation. Tell me what you think about what he's done so far and what can he do uh, going out of or going into and coming out of the NBA draft to enhance what's already one of the best in the country. Well, I get the angst that uh, that fans have had after everybody started leaving is one of those things where, you know, I saw on, on social media, last one out, turn the lights off and, you know, the last man left on the Titanic and all that kind of stuff. But uh, listen, uh, a lot of the guys that have left, it's been addition by subtraction. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, let's face it. Jalen, um, uh, Jalen Gibson, Gibson yeah. is not a division one player. Okay. And he went to Winston-Salem yeah. state where he will do well because that's the level he should be playing at. Uh, mm-hmm. Cam Hayes had a, a, a promising freshman season, really took a major step back last year, whatever the reason for it. I think both he and the program need a fresh start. Good luck to him at LSU. Um, Thomas Allen just never panned out. I mean, these these are guys that, uh, you know, I, I don't think if they have stayed around, they would have helped the program uh, as much as the guys that have been brought in. Um, I don't know much about a lot of these guys. I can tell you this. The, the, the guy that, to me that is the key to all this is Jarkel uh, Joyner, uh, the mm-hmm. point guard from Old Miss. Uh, he's a kid who can score. But he's also a playmaker who will give NC State something that it did not have last year, and that is a true point guard. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it just didn't work with Darion Sebron basically dribbling the ball, pounding the ball in, in, in you know, in, into the ground for, you know, 
15 seconds and then taking the ball to the hoop or, you know, or, or, or to Quavion Smith firing up a three late in the, in, in, in the shot clock. It, it just didn't happen. And they need a point guard. And this is a kid that will be a point guard and has proven at the division one level that he can be a very good point guard. The other thing, obviously, that they needed is a big. Uh, they didn't just need a big. Uh, as last year proved, you can never have too many bigs. Um, listen, Manny Bates leaving hurts. Okay, if Manny Bates is is healthy and continues to make the progress that Manny Bates has made, it's going to be a big loss. But if you're Kevin Keats and this is it, you're at the end of your rope because there's no next year if he doesn't do it this year. Okay, and you you cannot gamble on Manny Bates being healthy because he's missed the entire season two out of the last four years. And if 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 another injury in that first game happens then you're done. You might as well start cleaning out your, your, your desk because it ain't happening. So letting him leave is a gamble, but it's a gamble he had to take. I mean, good luck to him. I hope he does well at Butler, but uh, you know, NC state needed a short thing. And I think they got a short thing in DJ Burns. And, you know, he's, he's a kid who uh, like Mimi, uh, you know, started his career at Tennessee and then he transferred to Winthrop and he was the uh, big South player of the year last year. And Mm -hmm. in addition to being a, a, a veteran big who has got a proven track record. He's also something that NC state didn't have last year as well in that he's got size, he's got bulk, he's a physical player. And I think that's going to help the rebounding. Um, look, I, I, I think EB Dewana is also going to be good. I think he's going to see his share of playing time. I don't think this is going to affect him negatively. I think he's still going to probably start and maybe you start two bigs. And then the kid, the Dusan Mahorsic, I believe it is, from Utah. Don't, don't ask yeah. me to try to pronounce that one. Don't ask see, me. <laughs> but see, he's not a guy who's going to step in and start. He's not yeah. going to be a guy who's going to be a star. But you know what mm-hmm. he is? He's an insurance policy. He's yep. five fouls. Yeah. He's some rebounds. He's you know some minutes off the bench. And in the case of injury, he's a guy who can fill in and step in and be a veteran guy. So I, I really like what they've done. I don't know a whole lot about the Clark guy from LaSalle. But if Sebron leaves, and I, I believe now that Darion Sebron is going to stay in the draft, then Clark is a guy between him and Ernest Ross will step into that wing position and fill that gap. Um, as far as Dequavion Smith, if you would have asked me two weeks ago, I would have said he's a lock to come back. Mm-hmm. He has lit it up at the Combine. He is being whispered into his ear that he's going to be a star. If he gets a first-round guarantee, then by all means, he's got to stay. If he's not going to be a first-rounder or one of those first couple of picks in the second round where they've got a guaranteed contract, he's got to come back because with NIL, he'll make about the same amount of money as he will in the G League. Um, I, I think he'll get more of playing at NC State and honing his game here uh, at the college level at home um, if, if he does. But we'll see because, you know, he's like I said, he's he's rising up the charts and all it takes is one team falling in love with you. And uh, uh, if I had to be a guessing man, I would have to say neither one are going to be back. I say there's more there's a more chance that Toquavian comes back, but it's getting slimmer and slimmer every day. And oh, by the way. 
don't sleep on Breon Pass either because I think he's going to make a very big jump this year because for the first time in his career over last season and this offseason, he's concentrated solely on basketball after being a two-sport guy in high school. And I think he's got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of court IQ, and I think he's going to be a pretty good player as well. There, You, you said a lot there, and I, I want to get into um, a lot of things that you talked about there. There. The idea of, of addition by subtraction, I thousand percent agree. Anybody that's screaming again, there the, the the majority of Wolfpack Nation, wonderful fans, passionate fans, <laughs> uh fans with a lot of football yeah. and basketball IQ, the majority. There's always the loud minority who read whatever happens. Oh, it's Keith was still the coach. Oh, you mean but, those people who said the same thing about Dave Doran when he went three and nine? Well, and- well re- remember now, everybody is saying that nobody said anything bad about Doran right. and, and that nobody wanted him going. Yeah, right. But you from know a what? player who was on those teams, and I'm not saying I'm not saying the same thing is going to happen. But the similarities here are he basically overhauled his his coaching staff mm-hmm. as Kevin Keats did this year. He mm-hmm. went out and really, you know, made a concerted effort to improve the roster, which mm-hmm. he has. So let's see what happens. He's your coach. You might as well get behind him. I mean, he ain't going exactly. anywhere right now. Exactly. And, and, Maybe two years I, from now, you'll be you'll be happy he stayed. And and when we talk about addition by subtraction again, even when you talk about Manny Bates, that is, I'm I'm gonna say this, okay? Manny Bates, even if he goes to Butler, he lights it up. If he becomes a uh, 2010 and four Naismith player of the year candidate. Good for him. I need you to understand something. That would be a lot like, you know, if you, you're in a relationship or you got a partner and your old lady, your old man, and <laughs> when they're with you, they, they're pushing being on my 600 pound life. They just don't show up uh, for the day to day stuff. They don't show up for emotional support. They don't show up for all those things because they're going through some things that they can't exactly control. Right. But with that being said, they just don't show up for you. And then when you let them go, all of a sudden, they start running marathons and they get in shape and they get ripped and they get pretty and they get the nice job. They get the good car. They get all the things. Well, okay. I, good for you. What was that going to do for me? You did not do that while you were here. And this is not to disrespect Manny Bates. He's a wonderful player. He is, NC State has seen an excellent run of shot blockers from BJ Anya to Manny Bates to EB Dewan. An absolutely excellent run. Uh, I think, you know, with, with the latter being a little lesser than the first two, but the, the fact still remains, he did some good things, but he, like you said, he's missed two of the last four years. And, you know, he's just as likely, there is just as much chance of him popping that shoulder out and having having more surgery and missing all or most of the season as there is him being an All-American. And that's, and that's the you reality. You can't take that gamble. And that's the reality. So, you know, with that being said, Again, it's and a lot of other players. You're spot on. You're spot. I'm fully agreeing. A shooter that refuses to shoot, a guy that got bullied by everybody in a jersey that did not have NC State on it. I uh, Cam Hayes, a guy who to say that he took a step back is an understatement. That man did the cha cha slide backwards. He said, "What did I do well last year? But well, don't worry about it. I am not doing it good anymore this year. <laughs> have fun, y'all." So, with that being said, again, the guys that were getting out of the portal. It cannot, or let me not say it cannot. It would be a tall order for that to be worse than what we saw out of the players that we have leaving. Next and year. listen, like that's, look, look what happened at Wake Forest last year. If what, you get the right guys and they mesh well, you could make a huge turnaround right away. Let's, let's take it even further. 
Look at Arkansas Iowa from last State year. Also, yeah. Look at there are plenty of teams that basically in a year turned their squads from like either bad or like meh to all of a sudden they were world beaters because they yep. did good things in the portal and they just trusted their process. They trusted their coach. So I am not saying that Coach Keats is above criticism and that he doesn't warrant some skepticism. He doesn't warrant some side eye. He doesn't warrant some. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm not saying that. That's nonsense. That's craziness. But what I am saying is he's your coach. You got to be excited with him. You've got to take the ride with him. And that's all I'm saying here. And speaking of taking the ride, let me tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning about your vehicle and wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer, choosing only the brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have access to rockauto.com in your pocket. So go to Rock Auto where the prices are reliably low for every customer. Don't spend 30 or 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com and write, how did you hear about us? I'll write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So, Brett, we're about to land this thing. But before we do, I talked about this a couple of days ago. Uh, there were the top 15 uh, NFL draft eligible quarterbacks going into this season were named. Okay. And Devin Leary was named number 13. And I, I'm, I'm the more I think about this, the more I'm saying, are you sure that this didn't randomly say, you know what, that's your jersey number? Because So that's what we're going to go with. Because – I'm, I'm going to tell you the guys that are in front of him here. You got Devin Leary at 13, Spencer Rattler at 12, uh, at South Carolina, Jake yeah. Hayner out of uh, Fresno State at 11, Hendon Hooker of, out of Tennessee at 10, JT Daniels uh, out of West Virginia at number nine, Tyler Van Dyke at number eight, Brennan Armstrong at number seven, Phil Jerkovich at number six, Keaton Slovis at number five, Cam Ward at number four, I'm sorry. Let me let me uh, remind you all of these teams for the players who are not ACC. Um, Keaton Slovis is now at Pitt, so technically he is ACC, but, you know, good little string of ACC quarterbacks there. Cam Ward, number four, Washington State. DJ Uagalele at number three. Bryce Young at number two. CJ Stroud at number one. What do you wow. think about that, Brett? What, what, listen, I, I was kind of mystified – until you got to DJ Ugalele or you, you would get whatever Clemson DJ. Mm-hmm. P- whoever's making these rankings are going with the usual suspects. You know mm-hmm. the, the teams that they watch. That's who they pick. I mean SEC teams, Clemson. Uh, I I don't get it. Uh, but here's the thing: given NC State's history, when the expectations are highest, maybe it's a good thing that that. Devin Leary is being undervalued because, you know, it, it, he won't have to deal with the old law of the wolf, right? Uh, I, I, I don't get it. I, I, I can't believe that there are, what, five other ACC quarterbacks rated ahead of him? Yeah. Come on. Look, I, mean, just look at the, I mean, just look at him and DJ Yui Agalele, um, you know, head-to-head. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? DJ might, you know, he might not even be the starter at Clemson this year because they got a freshman coming up that, you know, if, if he does what he did last year – they're going to replace him in a hurry. So I, I don't get it. But you know what? 
not that Devin Leary or anybody else on NC State needs fuel to, to the fire, but that's going to just be motivation because Devin Leary is elite. Devin Leary, I believe, is the best quarterback in the ACC. And, um, you know, he's going to get an opportunity to prove it. So let me let me read to you what they uh, wrote about him in this article here. Uh, rapid ascension. That's what most are expecting out of Leary this fall with the Wolfpack, who are one of the front runners to win the ACC coming off a nine-win campaign with 17 starters back. Leary chose to return to NC State for another run at an ACC championship rather than enter this year's draft for good reason. Leary took his game to another level last fall as he completed 65.7% of his uh, passes for 3,433 yards, 35 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Each of the numbers ranked top five in the ACC for quarterbacks. He has a chance to elevate his game and sneak into the first round with another banner year. Now, I don't think he's going to sneak into the first round. I think he's going to bust his way through the door into the first round because he's not only got a lot of arm strength and a lot of talent, but he's got weapons. I mean, he's going to have a load of receivers. And listen, they lost Bam and they lost Ricky Person, but Jordan Houston's going to have a huge year. Now, I don't know if he's going to gain 1,000 yards on the ground, but between receiving and rushing, he's going to have well over 1,000 yards. Here's my question. You think – this is this is why I don't take a lot of these writers and whatnot seriously because, like, as a person who takes this craft very seriously, it hurts my heart to see stuff like this because you have him ranked at number thirteen and believe that he could. You think there will be twelve quarterbacks to go in the first round next year? You know, Kenton. Part of the problem, and I know a lot of these national guys, and I'm not saying they're lazy, but I mean, you know, if there are certain teams that they concentrate on. Mm-hmm. Again, the usual suspects. And if it's somebody out of that sphere, they don't know. They don't do a whole lot of research. Basically, they know yeah. what others have told them or what they've read or whatever. I mean, they, they, they haven't done a lot of research. And I don't believe a lot of those people who are making those rankings have actually seen Devin Leary play. I, I get it. It's about, you know, when, when you put certain players on your website, when you put a certain team, you get a certain amount of clicks. I get that. I understand it. But I just I can't for the life of me. You, you can't justify a lot of these things, especially to me. The biggest thing is when your own words disagree with you. I'm going to look at you a little funny because it's like, now, wait a minute. What did you say that for? If this piece of information that not only doesn't align, but this piece of information is in left field, according to what you just said. Again, I told everybody last year, I said, Devin Leary's numbers, when you parse them out over a full season, he's going to break. He's going to set some records at NC State. Oh, well, why do you say that? Can he only played against Duke's defense and the, the, yeah. the teams in the early season? That man played in the COVID year where the early season were all ACC teams. The early season wasn't the Southeast Directional School for the Deaf and Blind. It was actual, real-deal football teams. And on top of all that, he was not QB1 throughout a lot of camp because of COVID. And he still came out and lit it up. And, and for whatever reason, for whatever reason, people saw that and said, hmm, him with a whole offseason, him with all his weapons back, will not be better. Okay, all right, I ain't going to argue with you. So we see what we see there. And again, like you said, he'll have weapons on weapons on weapons. He'll have another entire offseason where he's QB1. He's, you know, we got a good freshman coming in too. Nobody's expecting our good freshman to win that job. If, 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 if our freshman gets this job, something catastrophic has happened. Knock on wood, because obviously we, we don't want none of that in here. But that's just the reality of what we're looking at. So uh, I think that, I think that again, 
you know, a lot of people say that NC State fans are, are black helicopter people who are just looking for a reason to feel their Hey, listen, there, there's there's a kind of a good reason, especially given the last 12 months that they feel like that. But, you know, they do exactly. take it over the top sometimes. Exactly. You know what? Us barely getting Chandler Zavala back is, is one of those moments where you just it, you scratch your head because, again, I read hey, off. At least they everything. got him back. Hey, exactly. I, I read off everything on the UCA, on the NCAA's guidelines for medical hardship. He qualified by each and every metric. So, you know, I, I get it. But with that being said, keep disrespecting the man. And, and like I said about NC State, everybody, big game boomer had us uh, being in the playoff and all that. And everybody thinks all, that NC State is all listening. And I said, listen, there should be no way under God's green earth that any team is allowed to become the hunted without first being the proper hunter, being the hunter that won, being the hunter that stands on a podium with the <laughs> the, the the head of its enemy saying, I have slain the beast. Yes, I go have to Clemson and win. Go to exactly. Clemson and win. To me, go to Clemson and win, number one. But number two, in Charlotte, around, uh, what is it, December, yeah, you need to be playing a football game and you need to be winning that bad boy. Yeah, don't don't go to Wake Forest and lose. You know, don't don't, don't do the Wake, things Wake like Forest that. Wake Forest is yeah. coming to state this year. So or, we yeah. go well, but we I'm saying, see. But that's that's the game that usually trips oh, them yeah. up. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we're going to see. We're going to see. It, the game, I'm going to tell you, the games that are going to tell me what this team is about, how do we play against Pitt? That's going to be one of those games that tells me, what is this team? really about how do we play against louisville late how do we play against unc late those three games to me are going to be the games that this season if we look back and say this was a disappointment i guarantee you we don't go all three and oh in all those games i am guaranteed it as sure as the sun rises on the east and sets on the west i am guaranteeing you that one as sure as i don't have no beautiful no hair left on this beautiful head of mine i am guaranteeing you this as sure as my mustache is doing the Shahid Khan, but don't worry, I'm not making a terrible draft pick at number one. I am telling you this now. Those three games, those three games, Pitt, Louisville, University of No Consequences, those will be the three that write the tale of this season. Thank you so much for coming on, Brett. Thank you, uh, Wolfpack Nation, for coming out. Brett, tell the people where they can find your work. At BeFreedACC or Online slash.com slash sports folks we appreciate you for coming out so very much every single time again you y'all gonna get more of, of me and brett on camera you know what i mean we're 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 gonna be doing this thing uh more often it's, it's talking wolfpack all over again we're just doing it virtually <laughs> this time all right thank you all so very much for coming out peace and love y'all and as always go pack <laughs> You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.